sometimes our plans don't go as planned. Even for those of us who try to make the most intentional plans and think of all the scenarios, it can be frustrating and demotivating. In episode 49 of Just One Simple Thing, we'll look at how to respond to derailed plans from both a spiritual and a practical perspective. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. Is there a certain day of the week that you love more than others? All week long, I look forward to Sunday evenings. That's when I spend time with my planner, to-do list, and Trello boards to map out the coming week. I pray over the possibilities and opportunities God has put in front of me to see which ones are most aligned with where I should focus, and then each one is assigned to a specific day and time. When I'm finished, I can close out the past week, confident that I'm spending my time in ways that honor God. So it's no wonder I get frustrated when my carefully made plans get derailed. I want to force everything back into its calendar square where it belongs. But since the plans were God's in the first place, maybe, just maybe, he has a purpose in the derailing. In the Bible, the Apostle Paul often had his plans derailed. With a huge network of churches and co-laborers in Christ, He was always planning to go somewhere. Those plans got interrupted, hindered, or redirected when God had something different in mind. When that happens, it doesn't mean the plans were wrong in the first place, but it may mean God's got some work to do in you or others. Paul tells us there's no yes and no in Christ. There's only yes and yes. He says in 2 Corinthians, As surely as God is faithful, Our message to you is not yes and no, for the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, me and Silas and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him it has always been yes. So when we feel like God is saying no to some of our plans, we need to look for what he's saying yes to. It may be one of these things. First, you're needed more elsewhere. In Acts 16, the Spirit of Jesus prevented Paul from going to Bithynia as he planned. Instead, he heard the call to go to Macedonia, and when he got there, he went to the local place of prayer to preach. One of the converts that day was Lydia, the seller of purple cloth, who became an important supporter of the early church. We've been studying Lydia in the Move Forward Mastermind recently, and she's really fascinating. Sometimes God derails our plan because he knows our gifts and talents 
can make a bigger impact in a different setting. Number two, maybe the conditions aren't right. Paul badly wanted to visit the Corinthian church. His previous letter to them had been full of painful correction, and he longed to go rebuild the relationship. But the church hadn't fully dealt with the issues he raised. A visit would bring more hard conversations and more separation in the relationship. He explained in 2 Corinthians 1 that the conditions were not right for a visit. God changed Paul's plans to protect him and the church. Or maybe it gives an opportunity for someone else to serve. Sometimes when Paul was unable to go where he planned to go, he sent one of his partners, like Timothy or Silas. These younger men grew as ministers of the gospel because of the new experiences they gained as a result of Paul's plans. When I look for God's yes in the midst of the no's, the jumbled calendar squares get filled with hope instead of frustration, anticipation instead of discouragement, and deeper faith in the one who knows better. That's all well and good for keeping our mindset straight, but how do we practically respond when things get out of whack? I'll give you three ideas. First, reevaluate your plans. Sometimes we start out on a new path and we're just too ambitious. Having big dreams is great, but there is such a thing as thinking too big, of trying to take too big of a step at one time. That's when we need to step back and reevaluate our plans. Was the plan or goal realistic? Was it achievable? Did we give ourselves time to achieve the goal? It's important to ask yourself these questions and have some accountability in your life, someone to help you keep your feet on the ground. Often, I need to help my coaching clients focus on the achievable steps they can take today to reach their big dreams tomorrow. Second, identify your problem areas. Do you find yourself getting distracted with other fun tasks before you start working toward your goal? Do you often feel overwhelmed thinking about how difficult the task may be and just give up before you begin? Shiny object syndrome and procrastination can definitely cause our plans to go off the rails. If you missed my last episode, head back to episode 48 for my best tips to overcome shiny object syndrome. Sometimes it's helpful to think about the things you need to do before you do the thing and work those into your plan. If you can't concentrate when there's dirty dishes in the sink, plan to do the dishes before you sit down to work. If it takes you a bit to get your brain rolling before you do your best work, plan to start out with some easy tasks you can check off your list. Turn those distractions that allow you to procrastinate into part of your plan. In his book, Atomic Habits, James Clear says to make the thing you want to do the easiest thing to do. Sometimes that means clearing out the distractions before you do the thing. And number three, figure out if there's anything you can salvage and start again. I don't know about you, but once I get off track, I'm often likely to just ditch what I'm doing and start over with something else. Maybe I've developed a bad attitude about the project that got derailed, or I'm frustrated or maybe even embarrassed that it didn't work out like I planned. Instead of ditching the whole thing, I usually can find something that I'm able to salvage. 
After all, it was my brilliant idea to start with, right? Whether it's a piece I may use again in the future or a place I can pick up right where I left off, finding value in what was done pushes off the frustration and discouragement so I can move forward with a clear head. I can't tell you how many times I've started working on a podcast episode and it just wasn't coming together. It felt forced and wrong, and I just abandoned the whole thing and started over. But instead of deleting when I started, I put them in a folder called Extras. Sometime later, I came back to them with fresh eyes or a new context, and something in that folder is exactly what I need. Instead of starting over, I can pick up where I left off and keep moving. Now, for your one simple action step, do a quick review of your past week. Identify what didn't go according to plan and see what you can learn from it. Maybe one of these strategies will help you see how to make it better next time. You can head over to my free Facebook group, Plan and Pray with Do a New Thing, and get my weekly review worksheet to help you do that. We're moving up on a couple of milestones here on the podcast, and I'm really excited about it. We're almost to the 50th episode and the one-year anniversary of One Simple Thing. I can't believe we've been doing it this long, and I can't wait to celebrate with you. Invite some friends to the celebration by sharing this episode on your social media and leaving an honest review wherever you listen. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you, the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals, that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck, and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.